Hi, and welcome to the Wealthy Wednesday podcast with me, Dave Drimmy. In this podcast, I give you ideas, insights, information, and inspiration to help you achieve your potential in business and in life. So let's get stuck into this week's show. Hi, everyone. This is the Wealthy Wednesday podcast show with me, Dave Drimmy. And last week, we talked about CRASH, which stands for C, that's putting in place a cash buffer. R stands for reducing costs. A stands for assets and automation of your business. S stands for standing out. And H stands for getting and giving help. So the economy is a little bit shaken at the moment. Um, The dollar to pound ratio is now down down at 1.03, down from 137. So The financial marketplaces are telling us that there's been some interesting decisions made by the UK government over the last week, which has affected uh, all the markets. However, I want you to think about this. If you looked at just a, a bunch of words together and it says opportunity is nowhere, it can also be looked at as if saying opportunity is now here. Because In every downturn, there's always an opportunity. If we do not get sucked into listening to what the markets are telling us and the sky's falling in and everything like that. So doom and gloom or boom, boom, boom. Really, it's just a a, a simple phrase there. But listen, avoiding the crash is a case of just deciding not to take part. In fact, Recession is an opportunity in wolf's clothing. This is something that um, the wonderful Robin Sharma actually put down as a quote. And and then Walt Disney said, I've heard there's going to be a recession. I've decided not to participate. That is the way to think if you want to get through the next 26 months between now and the end of 2024, because that's what the Bank of England is saying is where there's going to be a shallow recession all the way through to the end of 2024. They're not publicizing it. They're just publicizing getting to the end of recession at 2023. But realistically, it's going to be 2024. So if we're going to do that, let's plan in advance what we're actually going to do. Because on the surface, it may look like the the disruption of COVID pandemic is on its way out. Okay, governments lifting restrictions and, as they say, revenge travel appears to be in full swing. However, with the inflation rates and cost of living rising across global economies and supply chains are struggling to get past backlogs and shortages, expert commentators and analysts have begun hinting that an official declaration of a recession is looming. Okay, It's not a matter of if the market will contract, it's a matter of when. So better prepare now. But what I want to share with you is, is this. In terms of the seasons of life going through spring, summer, autumn and winter, I want you to understand that after every winter, there always comes a spring. There always comes a spring. But we just have to plan a winter. A survey by PricewaterhouseCoopers has revealed CEOs aren't uh, at all optimistic. In fact, the, the economic meltdown uh, that's happening both locally and globally, plus political upset uh, and trade conflicts means the top people out there and businesses around the world have expressed with increasing confidence in the likelihood of a recession. So if tomorrow's headlines screamed of disaster and consumer sentiment fell through the floor, what would happen to your business? Would you be worried or optimistic about the opportunities that could emerge? Or 
worried about whether you would survive the crash. It's really, really, really important to think that survival and growth and opportunity is the way forward because it just it allows the creative minds that we always have in place to actually look to the future and look with positivity. That's another thing. Surround yourself with people who are going where you want to go. Surround yourself with people who are going where you want to go, okay? So step one of CRASH stands for cash buffer. Stockpiling cash is easier said than done. Um, while this step seems painfully obvious, a recent report revealed that 40% of business failures are due to a lack of cash flow. Now, a significant part of the problem stems from something called Parkinson's principle. Okay, Parkinson's principle states that work expands to fill the time available for its completion. I don't know about you, but have you ever noticed that if you have an hour to complete a task, it takes an hour? Whereas if you've only got five minutes, somehow you manage to get it done in that time. That's Parkinson's at work. And the concept also applies in other contexts. Take weight loss, for example. As human beings, we tend to eat whatever is on our plate. Now, if we simply make the plate smaller, we will eat less without noticing any difference in satisfaction. Again, that's Parkinson's principle at work. In fact, years and years ago, now I'm 58 this year, but years ago, I found some, when we moved house, I found some of my mum and dad's old plates and compared them to the plates we've actually got now. And our plates today are a third larger so that we can put more and more food on it. Look at wine glasses. Wine glasses are huge now in comparison to back when I was growing up and my mum and dad were having parties and stuff like that. They're monstrous. And it's just consumerism, okay? So to apply Parkinson's principle to the context of money, it's important to recognise that you or your team are likely to spend any cash that's available. So as your business grows and your cash accumulates, Basically, you find new ways to spend that money, often unquestioningly, okay? Many of those new expenses are certainly legitimate running costs of growing your business, but a closer examination will reveal, however, that much of the new spending is allocated to activities that aren't founded on maintaining your operations, and that's basic maintenance of your operations. Now, if you look through a, a credit card statement, and I was just doing it literally yesterday, some of the expenses that have been running, like subscriptions and stuff like that, we've, we've got things like Netflix and all that kind of stuff in, in, in our personal lives, but they're just running away in the background every single month. But Netflix has got, what, 150 million subscribers and we're paying them like seven, eight pounds a month, whatever it is. But what about the business? What expenses have you got there that are just running in the background and they're, oh, we've got to have that. We might use it one day. Now, Activities such as rebranding out of boredom around your logo or social media assets, opting for a more premium Uber service for the sake of a car model preference can all be justified as legitimate business expenses, but a closer and more critical view will easily establish them as non-essential or having little or no business impact. Now, perhaps you start getting a few more Uber blacks, but when you were happy with the Uber X, that was probably some time before then. It's easy to fall into this trap when fail to prioritise stockpiling cash for when it's needed. It's like a squirrel stockpiles nuts for winter. 
So we must think about stockpiling cash, okay? Now, a key factor for this is that most small business owners have only a single bank account for all inbound and outbound transactions. Keeping the Parkinson's principle in mind, having just one bank account for all incoming and outgoing transactions is similar to using the time allocated for a task as the basis for your work speed, or using the plate as the basis for how much food you consume. If your business currently operates with a single bank account, building it to be profitable will be near impossible. Any money that comes in will very quickly be spent and tracking your finances will become an expensive activity on its own. On the other hand, if you immediately lock away a percentage, call it profit, into a separate bank account, you and your team will instinctively work out how to continue running your business on what's left. It's habit. And if you have any doubts that it's possible, just remember that you, as the entrepreneur and business owner, likely started your business with very limited funds and still managed to grow it is basically to what it is today. So think about this. Surpluses tend to make us less creative and resourceful. So it's best to squirrel some cash away right now and get back to working out how to manage on what's left. Mike Michalowicz wrote a brilliant book and it's called Profit First. I really highly, highly, highly encourage you to get hold of a copy because it is brilliant. And he fundamentally talks about allocating five or six different accounts. I'm going to go into those in a second because for a profitable business model, six is the magic number. Now, to make sure your business is adequately prepared for a crash or potential crash, but probable crash starting now, allocate your revenue into several smaller plates or bank accounts. There's some brilliant digital banks out there, things like I personally use Starling Bank, it's absolutely brilliant. I think there's Monzo and various others, but the digital banks, they are fantastic. So you can break it up into separate bank accounts instead of a single one. But think the main bank accounts, the, the high street banks are a little bit more fussy and it's much more difficult, but if you ask them, they will split up. Um, Santander, they uh, over time actually, um, from my business bank account that I had there, basically they split that up as well. So it's, it's easy to do when you ask and persist, all right? Six bank accounts may seem like overkill, but it makes it easier to keep track and also to form habits, as I mentioned earlier. Each account has a separate purpose. So the magic six, if you like, is an income account. And this is where all your accounts receivable are paid into. That's where all the money goes, okay? Very, very important to have that because from there you can distribute it into the other five accounts. The next account I want to talk about is a profit account. And that is putting aside your profit first, just like Mike Michalowicz's book actually says, profit first book. It's really, really good. Put away your profit. Now you may be saying, how much? All I want you to do is start with 1%. That's one pence in every pound and increase it by 1% every month. This gives you time to innovate how you will run your company on what's left. Now, the good thing with this is, as you increase this, then you look at fundamentally, you look at what sales you need to increase and you look at all sorts of other aspects of your business as well. So it's a great focal point. So next, what I want to think about is, Allocate funds for initiatives or projects to make the world a better place and store them in 
what you could call, or, or what uh, Dent Global, a brilliant company run by Daniel Priestley, call um, the Dent account. But you can also use this for personal development, personal growth, attending conferences. Just, it's about growth. It's about giving back, okay? So maybe, again here, you can pledge to give 1% back. You can, you can give 1% to amazing charities. You can give it to Kiva, um, which funds growth of entrepreneurs in third world countries. And it makes a huge difference. Literally, a few pounds every month going to um, Kiva can change the lives of somebody in the Far East or in Africa or whatever. And that's just all about contribution and given thou shalt receive. It's just fundamental. The next account is a tax account. So taxes are predictable. So be proactive about allocating it for it and keep it in one place. Again, how much? Well, speak to your accountant and work out the best percentage that won't leave you blindsided when the real figure comes in. Corporation tax. Just take your corporation tax and take the full amount and just put it away every single month. Because at the end of the year, when your accountant works on your accounts, what's actually going to happen? You're going to have some residual that will be able to go back into the, the profit account. So that's going to boost your, your profitability there as well. And um, your profit account, by the way, you, you can use it to reinvest back in your business. It's just phenomenal. Okay. So that's a tax account. Now, a trading account. This account is used to pay your staff and your running costs. Again, you could say how much there. Well, it depends on the size of your business and obviously running costs as well. So start with whatever remains after distributing across all accounts. As your profit percentage goes up, the cash available in trading goes down by the same rate. But if you've got five employees and they're getting paid a certain amount every single month, month in, month out, then ultimately you're gonna understand those costs and also running costs as well. They're fairly predictable. So just play around with it, but just put in whatever you can to cover these costs. And then the last one, this is what we call a vault account. This is for your savings and should not be easily accessed. How much here? Well, what I want you to do is to um, save 5% of every pound or yen or dollar or whatever, and aim to build up three months worth of savings, okay? 5% all the time. So that should then be transferred into a separate bank account that you cannot touch. Because over time, this builds up. It's really, really important, okay? So handling your business finances this way not only keeps you from overspending it, makes sure you always have enough money for both expected and unexpected expenses, all while still having extra cash to make a positive impact in the world or to grow you as the business owner to the next level. So I really strongly encourage you to set up those accounts, six accounts. Again, go to Starling Bank, I think they're really, really good. If you're not constraining yourself by allocating money to the important areas of saving, donating, and taking a reasonable income for yourself, you'll end up spending all of your sales revenue. Now, although this may be helpful in growing your business faster, your business is left incredibly vulnerable and you risk finding yourself constantly chasing your tail or absolutely even worse. Okay, so what I want you to think about is this. The next three months, I think, um, as we go into October, November, December, this, this year of 2022 are vital to prepare your business for, for 2023 and beyond. I was just speaking to a gentleman earlier on today 
And um, he's just been fighting fires and he's fundamentally seeing the actual uh, gross profit in his business shrink. He's involved in the construction business and he's tirelessly fighting against other people. So we, we had a conversation about differentiation and being different and what, what makes his business unique. And, and after some thinking, his mind started thinking differently. And ultimately, what I'm trying to do is help him to be different. What I've shared with you here today is a simple process to think differently about your finances. Because when you have different accounts and you use them in the way I've suggested, what's actually going to happen is you are going to have a different view on the way your business is run. But it takes habit. But start today with 1% in the areas I've discussed and you will have success. So I hope this has been helpful because, as I said earlier on, there are the seasons of life. We've got spring, we've got summer, we've got autumn, we've got winter. Now, in terms of seasons, I look outside at the moment, it's raining, it's chilly, it's Scotland. We're moving into autumn and in then into winter. But in terms of your business, right now, we're in an autumn. Three months, six months from now, whenever the recession or downturn actually kicks in, which it will, which it will, I want you to be prepared. Because when you're prepared, when you work through it, as I suggested, what's going to happen is you're going to think differently to the masses. The masses aren't going to know what's going to hit them. They're not prepared. But over the next 26 months, coming out at the end of, at the end of Q4 2024, if it goes that, that far as the Bank of England is suggesting, when we get into 2025, you're going to be prepared for growth. You're going to have additional cash available for growth because that's when so many businesses go down. It's when they come out of recession and cash reserves are diminished. On the way through, though, I just want you to think about what opportunities can you see? What about the strengths in your business? What about the weaknesses? What about the opportunities? What about the threats? But look at the trends. Technology is evolving all the time. It's unbelievable. What can you and your business look at that the additional cash that you're putting into your safety bank accounts and your profit bank accounts can be utilized for to invest in growth, more profit, that can give you more freedom moving forward. That's me signing off. If you want to comment on, on the podcast today, I'd be absolutely delighted. If you want to reach out, I'd be delighted to help you. I just want to thank Dent Global for what they've done in terms of helping entrepreneurs to grow. It's a brilliant organization. Daniel Priestley and his team are phenomenal. And uh, I just want to thank them for what they've done to get mindsets of entrepreneurs uh, prepared for what's actually coming. Very, very special people. This is Dave Drimmy signing off. And um, we'll catch up with you next Wednesday when we're actually going to move very much more into the R side of things. And that's what we're going to talk about. Fundamentally, we're going to talk about reducing costs because when done properly, it's going to help you enormously. Take care. Have an amazing week, and I'll catch up with you next Wednesday. Thanks for listening to the Wealthy Wednesday podcast with me, Dave Drimmy. Check the show notes below for further details on this week's episode, including links to resources mentioned in the show. And if you haven't subscribed yet, you'll find us on Apple, Spotify, and all good podcast apps. See you next week.